What's up, for real? You are now tuning in to the 8818 podcast. Wow. <laughs> this is episode one this of the 8818 podcast. That song we just played okay. at the beginning. No, no, no. Wow, Sorry. Sway. Cut, cut. Nah, we ain't cutting nothing. Babe. Hmm. What? Cut. We're not cutting nothing. We got to get all this. Get all of what? We gotta get all this. That's so we're just gonna do this and then you can delete it. Yep. Okay. We edit right. as it That's goes. Let's start over. This is the eighty-eight eighteen podcast. Take two. Take two. <laughs> <laughs> this is your girl sensational show. In motivational mode. <laughs> and this is episode one. It's episode one, the Mo Show. My baby a little nervous right now. I am not nervous. Yes, she is, girl. I am not. What is the most show? This is the most show. What is the most show? A lot of people don't know what the most show is. The most show is Mo, because my name is Maurice, so for shorts, it's Mo. And mine is show, short for Kashani. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we established Mo show what five long 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 almost long 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 years ago yeah like five five <laughs> five long 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 years ago yeah so when we first got together that's how musha got established mm-hmm had motherfuckers mad and shit <laughs> like what is the musha what is that what is that and you know it went crazy after we like literally made it official via social media people was just like it was big mad yeah but we ain't worried about them motherfuckers we ain't worried about none of that shit we ain't worried about them <laughs> but yeah that was my boy at the beginning uh Cushman Ballin shout out to Cushman Ballin that boy be on the future episodes whenever we get to it but we just gonna keep on going it's coming up soon. And keep on flowing. <laughs> so, let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right. What are we talking about? Well, first off, we're going to do our little shout outs. I'm going to shout out my inspirations for starting this podcast. It took me a little while. It took me a, a little long while to get this going. But we in this thing. I just want to shout out the the 85 South Show. Shout out to the 85 South Show. That's my guy. True inspiration. This is where we got this from. As far as getting started and getting motivated to do this. Just shout out to them boys. Shout out to them boys. Shout out to Joe Budden Podcast. Also, special shout out to the Bodega Boys. 
Bodega Boys. They really got me on this podcast and stuff. You know, they're pretty cool. Uh, also, shout out the Brilliant Idiots. Y'all check that out. Y'all podcast. Uh, Andrew Schultz and Charlamagne. <laughs> uh, shout out uh, Did You Miss Me podcast with Billy Sorrells. Y'all probably hear him on the radio in the mornings if you're in uh, Northwest Indiana, Chicago area. Shout out to them. Um, shout out to my family, man. I got to visit them after a couple of years on Christmas, and it was real cool. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, shout out to everybody, future listeners. I know ain't nobody listening right now, but it's cool because we just started. This is the first episode, so we just getting our issue off. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at oh that's underscore mo. Where can they follow you at? You can follow me on Instagram at I am Kashani J. Alright. Uh we ain't got no Instagram for the podcast yet, but that's in the works as well. So we'll get there when we get there. But you know what I'm saying? We just gonna keep it going. We're gonna keep it flowing. And uh, we're just going to dig into the stuff that's relevant in our culture right now. Uh, news, a little sports, you know what I'm saying? We just give everybody a little, a little detachment from reality because a lot of shit going crazy right now. Um, yeah. What's up? Okay, she don't want to talk, so we just gonna dive right into this. Let's dive right into it. Uh, shit, we just gonna. It's February, but we gonna talk about our twenty nineteen. How'd your twenty nineteen go? Ooh, twenty nineteen was a a year of learning and a year of taking accountability. As far as what? Um you know toxic you know things that i've done or you know old habits that i basically you know came to attention were brought to my own attention or was brought to my own attention um learning to accept that i have no control over everything and learning to just take you know life as just what it is and not try to have control over every single bit learning to enjoy the moments you know learning to just relax learning to pretty much love myself more and get to know who I am all over again so what was your highlights of 2019 my highlights in 2019 was just seeing our baby girl continuously grow um our family christmas trip your birthday um, pretty much just evolving. That was like the biggest highlights for me. What about you? Oh, I had I had a few highlights. Uh, twenty nineteen was a little kind of improvised in twenty nineteen. Kind of winged it. 
took some risks, you know. What and, kind um, of risks did you have to take? She, uh, <laughs> I had to take a lot of risks. I had to just, uh, just figure out how I wanted to navigate around my job without a different personalities around my job while maintaining a, a, a good morale, mm-hmm. which has changed dramatically going into 2020. Mm-hmm. So just trying to realign things and, and, um, just get ready to make my next big move, my best move. You know, a lot of people try to play it like checkers, but this is really a chess. Life is about life is about moving strategically. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, I turned thirty-one last year. Shit, <laughs> I'm old as hell. <laughs> But that was a good that was a good year turning thirty one since uh I blacked out on my thirtieth. Tragic twenty eighteen. I wasn't even there, that's the sad part. We ain't, we we're gonna say we gonna say that for another episode. <laughs> but my thirty first birthday was pretty cool. I went back to St. Louis where I spent almost ten years of my life through college and post college. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to go back and see some friends and all that stuff. So that was cool. Any other highlights you wanted to talk about? Uh, oh, I got a new car last year because I totaled my other car last year. <laughs> Messing around with that uh, that crazy-ass weather out here. Yeah. But I was able to bounce back. I had me a, a little bit of bread in the chamber, so I was able to bounce back, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit, since I moved back, in the northwest indiana chicago area shit i done been to about four cars but that is also another episode we ain't gonna get into right now (laughs) but uh yeah i'm just i'm just blessed i'm blessed and just trying to move with good energy and just trying to emit that out to everybody Mm -hmm. you know and just i'm just trying to keep progressing Our, our relationship had another milestone it is you made your four in 2019, and then this year we make your five. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, year five. <laughs> you tired of me yet? Are Run you on. tired of me yet? Mm-mm. No, I'm not tired of you. I ain't tired of you ever. Yet. <laughs> I ain't tired yet. Me neither. It's been it's an incredible journey. I will say that for sure. Mm-hmm. So you want to tell the world a little bit about us? Uh, I'm Mo. I'm Maurice. I'm the oldest of five. You know, I'm the oldest out of five. Mm-hmm. I'm the second oldest out of seven in totality between my mama and my uh, pops. But uh, I'm just um chill. Um, I really want to get into doing this podcast stuff because. My baby say I kind of keep stuff suppressed, so we're going to use this platform to hopefully get some, get some, uh, some communication, mm-hmm. you know, better communication on certain aspects, but, mm-hmm. you know, we're working on it. Everybody always working on something, so 
That's my goal for 2020. We're just going to keep on working. Everybody just keep on working. We're all a work in progress. Oh. We lost Kobe this year. We did. We lost Kobe. So, um, you just want to apply that mama mentality on whatever you're doing. You know what I'm saying? You got a job, whether you're an athlete, you're a laborer, you're a manager, goddamn, you're a cook at McDonald's, whatever. And the goal is to you, you utilize where you at to get where you want to be. Absolutely. You want to get where you want to be so you can make the impact on the world that you want to. Um, it's tough right now because we're dealing with this orange motherfucker in office. And he's going crazy right now. You know what I'm saying? A mm-hmm. lot of us is way smarter than him. But obviously, he pulling some strings that we can't pull. So... We just gotta, we just gotta navigate in the space that we in. That's one thing for sure. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna solve all the world's problems in one day, because all of them were created in one day, mm-hmm. or two days, or three days. You know what I'm saying? So true. We just gonna, we just gonna keep moving. We gonna keep navigating in the spaces that we can. You know. Um. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I am the middle child of three on my mom's side and the oldest of six on my dad's side. Um, I'm my mom's only girl, and um, I've been around pretty much my brothers all my life. So, you can imagine how the household was. Where you from? (laughs) So, I'm from out west Illinois. She's from the west side, man. Baby said that I am a different breed. Because I'm from out west Illinois. I ain't the first one to say that. <laughs> a lot of people who've come across me or came across my presence, they don't believe that I'm from like the west side of Chicago because I don't talk like it or act like it. I'm just let y'all know Chicago got got <laughs> damn near three different areas. You got the south side. Yeah, the south side, the you west got side, out west, and then you get up north. Up north, the east side. So ain't no east side. It is the east side. Ain't no east side. <laughs> the east side of Chicago is Indiana. Okay, Indiana. More or less. More or less. Um, anywho, he seems to think that I'm a different breed. Uh, he is, is different. You know, it's fine. I'll take that. I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> I live in love. That was that was live that was a, that That's was the a, motto. That was the motto I took in 2016 Absolutely. before I moved back up here. Was just live in love. Mm-hmm. Is that the reason why you moved back? Because of me or because of that Pacific motto? Pacific. What the hell is Pacific? <laughs> Specific. Pacific. It's gonna be speaking. a vocal. It's gonna be. This gonna be a, a language arts podcast. It's gonna be a. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it's gonna be a, a pronunciation, enunciation. I said the word wrong. You said what? I said the word wrong. Yes, it's a specific, not Pacific. That's ocean. I said specific. No, you said Pacific. I did not say Pacific. You did. Whatever. You did. You said that one time. You did. Anywho. I guess that's her, that's her transition word right there. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho, because 
You're going to be calling me out on this podcast, okay? I ain't going to be calling you out. All right. But if you're slipping, I will catch you. I will catch you too. (laughs) I'm fat. Boy, please. So, tell us about how I was growing up in out west illinois <laughs> Ooh, growing up in out west illinois we used to stay in this three bedroom apartment right off of st louis and carroll and it was like my grandmother and my grandpa at the front my mom's room next to our room so it was me my brother my cousin um, Vanessa and what you know I was like I was living like Mexicans And my her brother Dante So we pretty much like Had bump beds And we pretty much like had Our rooms all together Oh and my oldest brother Kadero So pretty much yeah we were all stacked in a room Together at the time Did y'all stay in the middle room or the end room We was in the end room closer by the back door Oh oh hold on hold on, hold on. Shout out to million dollars worth of game Podcast Wallow and Gilly, shout out to them. Another inspiration for us doing this thing right here. You know, you ain't got to be no world-famous comedian or no world-famous rapper or just 100 million followers on social media. You can you can do this shit if you invest in the equipment and all that. Um, how else was it in out west Illinois? I mean, growing up, it was fun. I mean, you know, everyone knew each other. Who was your favorite teacher in elementary? Miss Patterson was my favorite. What did she teach? She was um, kindergarten. That was my favorite teacher. Your first grade, your first, your first teacher ever was your best teacher. My kindergarten teacher. That's who set the tone for everything for me. So shout out to. Miss Patterson, she was the best dot com. What did she teach that carried on? It was it was more so like my the essentials of what a kindergarten is supposed to learn, and then just you know things about life in itself and what you're gonna come across. Like what? And learning how to deal with people. Um, that's what stood out the most to me because I used to get teased a lot about my lips and my skin tone and. I used to get... What's your skin tone, girl? They can't see us. <laughs> I'm chocolate. I'm mm, chocolate. chocolate. I'm caramel chocolate. Mm. Um, but I used to get teased about it, you know, my big lips and um, my forehead. You know, I was either the African booty scratcher or it was just some type of crazy names. But, you know, she taught me how to not allow it to get to me and learn to embrace who I am and the beauty within myself. And when did that come in? When did she gain that confidence? I believe I gained that confidence when I became like a preteen, like 11 or 12 years old. That's when it like really hit me like, all right, man, like I know who I am. I'm like, I'm beautiful. I'm smart. I'm intelligent. I'm like, hey, was the boys liking you? No. When the boys started liking you? When I hit high school. Oh, when you hit high school, you was a late bloomer. I was a late bloomer. I was a nerd. 
whatever you want to call it. I mean, I wasn't really interested in all, like none of that at the time. Mm. It was more so into the books. I had a very stern grandmother and mom who was like always stern about education first before anything. Shout out to mama. Shout out to my mama. Shout out to mama. Mama getting married sometime this year, I think. Mom's um, getting married on her birthday, December 12th. What the hell? <laughs> Why is she waiting so long? I mean, babe, it takes a year to plan out a wedding. So no, it don't. Yes, it does. What's the essentials for a the essentials good is wedding? making sure that your, you know, destination where you're gonna have your wedding is is booked. Making sure you know if this place, you know, is food included with this place, or the linen included with this place, is decorations included with that's it. A, that's all the extra stuff. What's the what's the essentials? Is making sure the place is taken care of, where you're getting booked at. Hotels are booked. I would think the essential one of the essentials would be to have a, a priest to conduct the well, wedding. She's marrying one, so he can't marry himself. No, but of course he comes from a foundation where there are a lot. Though. But who gonna who gonna do the wedding? Who gonna officiate the wedding? His best friend, who is a priest, um, will be officiating the wedding. So. And what denomination is her fiance? He is in the Coptic. What? The Coptic. Spell that for the people. C O P T I C. Coptic. Coptic. If y'all ain't hear that, Coptic. I'm very like soft spoken. Sound like she said Coptic. I'm very soft spoken and I'm country. And he always makes and fries me for it. You ain't country. I am. What's your nationalities? Whew, crazy. Um, I'm black. Mm-hmm. I'm Italian. Mm-hmm. I'm Jamaican. Mm-hmm. I have some <laughs> Haitian in me. I ain't never heard this before. You Haitian? Here you go. You Haitian? Here you go. When does Haitian come in? I just heard this on. I just heard this in February 2020. I don't know him for. Oh, he he has a Mac grandma. I don't know him eight long, 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 long years, and she just told me she Haitian. What's going on? Anything else you need to know? Hmm. Anything else you want to know? Yeah. What? What's your favorite middle school teacher? Miss Larson. What she teach? <laughs> she taught literature. Um, she was my sixth grade literature teacher, and she used to be one of those teachers where if you act an ass in class, she'll like bang on something and she'll yell, but she'll be stern with to the point where you respect who she was and hmm. what she's trying to tell you. I had, I had a teacher like that in eighth grade. Her name was Miss Johnson. She had hairy ass legs. <laughs> she had hairy ass legs. But she could teach some she could teach some damn English. She made that was in eighth grade I had Miss Johnson. She made us take she made us watch Roots for the first time. Yeah. I had to watch Roots on cassette tapes. I mean not cassette tapes, mm-hmm. on videotapes, VHS. Shout out was, to Miss Larson. Yes. She's, she's the reason why I love writing and love reading so much. And she was like, I love your accent. She's always telling me in middle school, like, I love your accent. I'm looking at her like, I ain't got no goddamn accent. But I didn't recognize until I got in high school. And then people was like, I can hear your accent. And where they thought you was from? They thought I was from Africa. 
Where? They they thought I was from Africa. That's, that's a continent. That's where. No, they thought I was from Africa. That's where they, the African booty scratcher part came in at. That's that's a school. that's a continent. What country? No, no country. No. Oh wow. Who is your favorite high school teacher or your favorite high school uh, moment? Getting the hell up out of high school. Wow. <laughs> my favorite teacher was Ms. Walker. She was my English teacher. Ooh-wee! And she used to call me Vanessa from Off of Bernie Mac. She would always tell me, you look just like Vanessa from Off Bernie Mac. It ain't that dark. <laughs> and that's, that's she, she gave me the nickname Nessa. Even though that's, that wasn't my damn name. But. Yeah, shout out to your cousin, Nessa. We're going to have shout her on Shout out to Nessa. And, and that's going to be episode because I'm going straight in. Nessa and Mo, like, when they are together, it is hilarious because they're always head to head about everything. Mm-hmm. Everything you can literally think of. They have no damn sense. I'll be chilling. They don't. They don't have no chill. I be chill. Like man. we can be out. Like I'm. I'm just nervous for us that double date, and they get to talking about somebody. We still ain't went on no double date. I know. You know we had we had calling them and tell them about this. Man, please. <laughs> so tell me, what was it like growing up in a household full of sisters and one brother? Well. It ain't it ain't started it ain't, it ain't have everybody at one time because I was the oldest. I ain't have my mama ain't have my sister. I was I turned seven, so that was a little rough because I went from being the only child, damn to getting everything I wanted to having to start sharing stuff. But um, it was cool. Well, shout out to my my little big sister because she's taller than me right now. She's uh, in med school down in Houston. Shout out to Taters. Yes. I ain't going to say my favorite sister, but she top three, and she's not three. (laughs) But it was cool. I went went to private school from uh, pre-K up to fifth grade. I went to a private school. And uh, it was a looking at it in hindsight, it was it was a good it was a good place to go to to establish a foundation as far as education went. Um, we ain't strictly had white teachers; we had black teachers, we had Hispanic teachers, you know. And if I if it wasn't for me getting disruptive behavior, I'd have saved myself from a lot of ass whippings, but. <laughs> My grades was always good, though. So, um, the elementary went pretty cool. But from uh, middle school, middle school going up to probably ninth grade is probably the biggest transition for me. Because my mom had got married to my stepdad. So, that was a whole nother dynamic. And, and living um, because I went from being me and my sister to having 
to being with me. And then I had another little sister in 99. Then I had another little sister popped up in 2000. So that was back-to-back siblings. So I done went from, I done went from one sister to three sisters in less than 10 years. And then um, in 2003, my mom had my little brother. And that was the, that was probably the, the uh, uh, pivotal point in my adolescence as I was going from 13, 14, 15, Mm -hmm. just trying to find myself. Um, I went from going to a public school and just strictly going to school and playing sports to going to a, a performing arts school. Shout out to Emerson. Emerson ain't even got their own school no more, but I say that was the most influential part of my life. Um, I played the piano. I learned how to play the piano in one week. And then I had to audition to get into the school, and that was pretty cool. A lot of them friends, a lot of them friendships that I gained Mm -hmm. through middle school, I'm still with now. Shout out to my boy Josh. Shout out to my boy Lamar out in uh, Nashville. Uh, shout out to my boy Adam. He's still out here. Shout out to my boy Aaron. He roaming the earth doing what he do. Shout out to him. Um, uh, but, yeah, um, I went from just playing sports and going to school to playing sports, playing an instrument, going to school. Um, but, uh, it was, it was, I would say it was the most influential because it, 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 it helped me appreciate where I was from. Cause at the ninth grade, I moved to Texas and, and that was kind of, that was kind of sudden and out of nowhere. Like we just had to completely uproot and move to another area of the United States where it was way, way, way more diverse. I went from all-black city to Gary, all-black city. Shout-out to Michael Jackson, home of Michael Jackson, all the Jacksons, you know. And um, we just got down to Houston in 2004, right when Houston popped on the music scene. I'm a real music head. I listen to all music. Um, I listen to music way back up to now. But we moved to Houston in 04, and I went to one high school for one year, and then I transferred and went to another high school to finish. So I went to three different high schools, in four years, so you can only imagine the the confusion I was going through, you know, because I was already quiet and reserved, then had to damn now lose all my friends up here and then go down there and try to start it all over. That shit was tough. That shit was real tough. Mm-hmm. But it was the same thing. Uh, I was doing sports. I was doing sports, and uh, it was mainly bowling because they kind of played me on the basketball tip. I played, like, one-year AAU basketball, if you want to call it that. And I just decided that basketball wasn't the route, so I just went real hard on uh, 
I went real hard in bowling, and I was able to get a scholarship. A scholarship uh, to bowl at Lindenwood out in the St. Louis area. Um, what the hell? You see this? Pets will now be allowed on Uber ass. Oh, yeah, we watching the news on mute, so it don't fuck with the audio. But, um, yeah. Uh, my childhood was, I would say it was balanced. Uh, I got the full spectrum. I went from straight living in the hood, ghetto, you know what I'm saying? But my my ghetto experience ain't no, ain't nowhere close to how these mothers living now in the ghetto. Like we was able to still, we was able to still go outside and play and ride our bikes and you know what I'm saying we was able to be kids cause we ain't really we ain't have to worry about no no social media no computers like that cause shit everybody on the street is probably only one computer on the whole block you know so mm-hmm. you ain't have to worry about that I think I was able to get a full like a real child experience going outside playing till the street lights came on it's too hot outside motherfucker mm-hmm. Uh, bust a fire hydrant We playing a fire hydrant Cookouts The whole block do the fireworks You know And That that helped me That helped me a lot Um But The change Now that I look at it In hindsight Uh That 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 abrupt change I had to Go through From moving to Gary to Houston uh, It was real big Cause I proud I wouldn't even be, I wouldn't be at the, at the place I am right now. So I'm definitely grateful for that. Uh, shout out to my mama. Shout out to my step pops. You know what I'm saying, and everybody who helped along the way. Mm-hmm. So, it was cool. What? Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Don't look at me like that. So how do we meet? Can you remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know How do we meet How do we meet girl You know how we met <laughs> You know I was just Perusing mm-hmm. Through my timeline uh-huh. And I was following people Who follow people And, and then I came that. across This foxy lady <laughs> And I was like Ooh she, ooh, she look good you know, so I had to. This was this was way this was this was back when when Twitter was was like popping poppin'. was was legit. Mm-hmm. I just say this when Twitter was legit. You could you had interactions with your followers, whether you had five or you had five thousand followers. It wasn't none of this. You know what I'm saying? No ranking system. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody was free to you know what I'm saying? Just you know what I'm saying? Communicate with whatever. So, yeah, I shot her her DM, and she ignored it for a little bit, because you know what I'm saying? I was just told her she should hit me up. No, you ain't what you said. What'd I say? You was like, you should call me. And then what I did? And I replied back, like, I should. Mm-hmm. And you sent me your number. Mm-hmm. I never called, but I mm-hmm. did text you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we became, like, good friends mm-hmm. we on a spectrum we pretty much was like on and off talking 
yeah for like years but it's like when we stopped talking and then when we did start talking back again it's like we just pretty much just like act like nothing ever happened and just continue on um yeah it was like every three months every three months it was like well lose contact like it was more so like lose contact it was just like life happened he was out here playing <laughs> i was out here wow i was trying to find myself even still yeah. in college we both were i think at that point and then i got pregnant with my daughter well our daughter um and that's another story for another day um and pretty much at that time, I wasn't thinking about relationships. I wasn't thinking about nothing but just making sure that my daughter had the best life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that I was raising her to be, you know, the little lady that I know that she's destined to be. So, I think, what, after maybe two, three years after that, I kind of was like, alright, I think I'm ready for a relationship. And then we was, like, on and off talking mm-hmm. until, like, 2000. 14 is when we like consistently stayed in touch with each other. Like 14, 15. Yeah. And 2015, um, we made it official. Mm-hmm. Like we declared our feelings for each other and really, really told each other and then we made it official. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How'd that make you feel? I was like happy. Were you scared? I was scared. Why are you scared? I was scared more so because of the distance. Yeah. Um, that was something that made me scared. But when I finally came down 2016, it was February 2016, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and you when came to see me. I, I got on a Greyhound bus in five-hour drive, and I came to see my baby. Mm. Um, I think I was down here from, what, like Thursday to, like, Sunday? Mm, it was just the weekend. Yeah. We spent like the entire weekend together, and it was it was supposed to be Valentine's Day, but we ran into a snack, so it was the week after that. My boss was on bullshit, but it was cool. Mm. It worked out in the end. Um, but I had like the best like time away. Just spent quality time with you. Like made it all like put it on perspective for me i think the second time i came down there is when it re- really 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 hit me mm-hmm. i'm like man yeah this is the one like he's the one see i was i was bragging about it before that i was making motherfuckers bad before that i make bugs bad before that hell you was making mad all the mugs <laughs> no i want no all of no mugs but people just they they was used to be coming outside and partying every weekend and partying every weekend and this and that and then i just started to really just focus in on what i needed to focus on and that was just uh just bettering my employment situation Mm -hmm. and and my roommate shout out to my roommate big o was telling me since like 2014 to come up here and work but i was just stuck in my ways i was just trying to make it happen on my own I felt like I ain't need no help. I wanted to do it on my own. So. Oh, shit. They merged you finally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sprint and T-Mobile. So we're going to be Sprint. It's going to be T-Sprint. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all got a little off course. It's going to be T-Sprint. Um, would you say that 
I was part of the reason why you like calmed down so much. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You were. Because <laughs> I was wild. <laughs> I was wild. I was, I was, and I really shouldn't have been wilding, but I was wild and I was still trying to live a college lifestyle that I was making mm-hmm. freaking chump change working at Lowe's. That mugs when he didn't give me no overtime, but mm-hmm. my, my stupid ass still wanted to go out and be out four or five nights a week drinking and drinking and all that other stuff. So I just had to, I had to cut all that shit out. Mm-hmm. All of 2016, I had to cut all that shit out and just focus on my plan on getting out before I ran out of luck in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just, the, the signs just keep, it's kept glaring on my face more and more. So I was like, all right, man, I'm give myself three more months of don't nothing pop, then I'm mm-hmm. gone. Then ain't nothing pop, and I left. And then I came up here, mm-hmm. and I stayed with my pops for like three, two or three weeks, hoping to get a job. And shoot, my boy pulled through. He got me in, and I started working for the railroad. And I've been now, I've been in the railroad for like four years, mm-hmm. going on four years now. Look at you. Look at me. <laughs> they can't look at me. They can only hear me, girl. What's wrong with you? This podcast. <laughs> What's this podcast for? Um. So, in a sense, um, with that. Like in the beginning of our relationship, you feel like it was a little started off a little rocky when we first started pretty much getting established. How so? Because remember, you gave me the ultimatum at one point in the beginning of our relationship. You remember that? Yes. <laughs> so, did you feel like it was rocky? No, I didn't feel like it was rocky. I just felt like I knew that. It was just all of it. that that mental space I was in. It was it was my job. It came down to my job. If they ain't wanna give me no more money or give me the position I was wanted, I was gonna quit. If you know, if we wasn't willing to make certain sacrifices for each other, then I knew that I couldn't maintain a relationship. It had been. I'd have had to take more time to focus on myself and get myself right, mm-hmm. but it was it was more it was just more me just I was I was always uh, I always was trying to have a, a a pity party for my circumstances and not knowing that I was I was putting myself through my own shit so I had to realize I was I was in my own way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, I just start meditating. Uh, I just start meditating, detoxing my body and my mind because I was clouded alcohol and weed and just partying all the time and trying to use that shit as an escape, and that wasn't healthy. Um, so, in 2016, I had to just make a, a big change. I had changed my mindset about what was going on um and even with the little bumps in the road you know i can i can look back and say i made the right choice oh honey <sighs> oh my god 
Yes, I had to come back home. I had to come back home, get back grounded. It was, it was, mm-hmm. it was a lot of signs. I, my grandma had passed in 2015. You know, she was always in my corner. She was always in my corner, no matter what. You know, I, I, I couldn't do no wrong in her eyes. Mm-hmm. So once she had a transition. You know, I, I it was another reason I came back. I had to make sure my pops was good because he he was her oldest son. So him losing her, you know, hurt him probably the toughest. You know what I'm saying? So and then of course it'll trickle down to me. And then I also want to make sure my little brother was good because he graduate he graduate high school this year. I, that was one of my goals to make sure he. Had him, he wanted to make sure he was in a good space before I made my next move. So that's also good. He going to tech school in Indianapolis in July. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> shit, that shit damn near pay for. You know, he going to pick him up a trade. Something I probably should have did. But at the same time, I can't take it back because I probably wouldn't be where I was at if I ain't go to college and all that stuff. But good thing about having younger siblings you can tell them where you messed up at and then they can adjust and i i can i can honestly say all my siblings gonna be doing well off better than me and doing stuff that they that they want to do the the pressure of being the oldest is your parents put the pressure on you to be successful they and not necessarily in what you want to do you know what I'm saying? They kind of focus on it for for the money and all that stuff. So, you know, as an older sibling, you you make sacrifices so your younger siblings can flourish, and they they all flourish. Absolutely. Mhm. what else you want to talk about, girl? What else we got on here? <laughs> what we gonna talk about? What's what on your talk list? About? What's on your list? I don't want to follow this damn list. Okay. It's Black History Month. It's February. Do you got some uh, Black History facts? I want to shout out. Uh, I want to shout out. Um, don't steal my alternative Black man, History please. facts. I want to shout out. James uh, Brown. No. The first no, rapper. No. No. You messing up. No. Shout out to my pops, Harold. <laughs> Shout out to my pops Harold He was Kid Capri before Kid Capri You know what I'm saying That's black history That nigga still play cassette tapes in 2020 And that shit sound like Spotify And the goddamn Symphony That shit sound good Uh Shout out to my uncle Zorro <laughs> Cause he still dressed like it's 2002 Shout out to him <laughs> Shout out to him. Shout out. Um, come on, girl, you gotta help me. Shout out, Uncle Joe. <laughs> Shout out, Uncle Joe. Okay. Hope Uncle Joe uh rest up and uh get well soon. You feel better, Uncle Joe. You know. Shout out to my favorite uncle, Uncle Kita. Mm-hmm. I'm his favorite niece. If anybody know. <laughs> But <laughs> don't tell nobody that. They don't know. We ain't got no listeners yet. Um, 
You want to fight? You want to fight? Mm-mm. Okay. Damn, Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, shout out. We about to get our work to blast. Uh, shout out to me. Uh, last year, around this time, I wrecked my car. Fuck around with the crazy here. ass weather. It was like negative 30. I'm going to wreck my damn car. You know? But like I said, you know, when you... Even even when you go through some bad times, you got to keep that positive mindset because if you, you dwell on the shit that happened to you, it's going to happen to you in different forms. So, mm-hmm. like, like mentally, I done made a big jump in the last four years. I'm proud of myself for that. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Very proud of you. <clears throat> um, How do you feel about being dad? Hmm. How do you feel about being a dad? Um, I know it's like a new role for you. Well, I mean, not necessarily. I mean, I've dated chicks that had kids before, but they was probably too young to remember me. So this is a, a new challenge, but um, I enjoy it. It's um, fun. It's fun being a dad. Shout out to the dads out there. Shout out to the girl dads. Shout out to the girl dads out there. <laughs> they keep you grounded. They keep you humble. You can't turn up on little girls because they sensitive. They let you tap into your sensitivity. Mm-hmm. And you have to be patient. Very patient. But I wouldn't trade it. It's cool. Family is very important to me. Uh, my family is 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 a mix between functional and dysfunctional. Just as as far as we usually only meet for funerals and stuff like that, which sucks. But that's kind of a stigma in most black families. You know what I'm saying? You only meet for funerals and and weddings and and shit like that. But um, my my core family, we good. Even if we don't talk every day, we know we good. We know we can always hit each other up, no matter what. Ain't no, ain't no holding, no grudges. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, our parents always have their goals in mind for mm-hmm. their children, but. Um, it's, it's, it's a new generation now, and they, they see that, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's, more, it's more outlets to be successful and make money as opposed to just, you know what I'm saying, going to school, get a degree, and, you know what I'm saying, get a job and work mm-hmm. for somebody. Like, um, <clears throat> so even even though we, we miles and hours apart, um, the, the core family is cool. Um, it's very important. Um, uh, definitely want to break the cycle as our family grows, um, just to be more close and then communicate more and kind of do more family oriented things. But mm-hmm. it, uh, it's also important to, to, uh, 
establish uh, your individuality. Mm-hmm. Everybody. That's why I, I like. Uh, I enjoy my family whenever we link up. Um, everybody got their own personality. Ain't nobody. I, I mindset the same, but everybody personalities are different, and, and that's cool. Like, ain't nobody trying to please nobody. Everybody happy. Everybody happy in their own space. Um, but that ain't, it probably was the hardest for me because I had to jump around so much. I had to move around so much. And my siblings, they got to, they got to, uh, they got to be in one city and grew up from elementary to middle to high school to now post you know what I'm saying? High school and stuff like that. Whereas I had to jump around and shit. I moved. I moved around a lot, just as in Gary. I moved seven times, seven eight times in Gary. I lived all over Gary, mm-hmm. and 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 that in itself was was crazy. And but that was just outside factors. That it was it was wild when I was growing up in Gary. Um, the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. It was hot as hell. You know. But um, it, it was everything. Everything worked out how it's supposed to. This is true. So true. Mm-hmm. What would you say for your wrap this up? Um, something that you're proud of me of that I've accomplished. My baby finna get her license, y'all. <laughs> My baby, real life SpongeBob SquarePants. She trying to get her boating license. She trying to drive out here. I ain't gonna disclose her age, but just know she trying to get her license out here. Um, I'm just proud that she, you know, she she stuck to the things. Well, you stuck to the things that you said she was gonna do. I ain't give you no deadline. I just want to see you do it, and you're doing it. So, I'm proud of that. Like. Um, and you, you pushing me as well and my process not as easy but you, you handling the things that you need to handle as you should but you know we all gotta shiny up gotta polish up the edges a little bit and uh, you know just keep progressing and keep improving um, it, ain't, it ain't never done until it's done uh, um, shit. I would say I'm more than proud just to see how you've grown as a man. I'm trying. Over these past few years, your growth in itself, um, the stability, how family oriented you are. Oh, yeah, we got a crib. We got our own place. Mm hmm. Um, the fact that you put me and Zoe's needs before yours, how you're always like, if I'm having a day or if she's having a rough day, how you set aside, you know, whatever feelings that you have for us and make sure your girls are okay. Yes. Um, you're always you know, making sure that, you know, the people that you love are taken care of and that their needs are being met. Mm-hmm. Um, you're goal oriented when it comes to work, like you know. Put that job. <laughs> you pretty much know what you want, and you know you're very certain about making sure you 
take the correct steps and making sure that your future is set. Yes. So that way, um, there won't be any like oops or any bumps through that process. So I appreciate you teaching me the standards of that and learning to have a plan, but more importantly, go curling to how the plan is supposed to go instead of trying to go around that plan. It's, 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 it's always bumps in the road. But Absolutely. The, 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 the key is to, you got to adjust. Yeah, definitely adjust. Um, you've definitely taught me a lot, um, especially learning to forgive the past and not allow it to come into fruitation with my future. Mm. And you taught me patience. Something that I used to, I used to be like the most patient person mm-hmm. ever, but when you come through a lot through life, that goes out the window. So you've taught me definitely how to be patient with myself. Um, just like last year, I remember I, I literally was laying on you and I just started breaking down because I was like I didn't at a point in time I didn't know who I was mm-hmm. or what I wanted, and you explained to me how you felt that sometimes I was immersing myself more so into you instead of into me yes so you have to love yourself i this has been like a huge goal for me um for the new year is learning to start doing things for me and you know learning more so of just setting time for myself mm-hmm. to relax um and just to let go it's a process it's not easy it's it's uncomfortable but i'm learning and i'm liking it mm-hmm. gotta move out your gotta move out your comfort zone that's that and that's move out your own way as you mm-hmm. have said you know stated before sometimes we don't realize that we um pretty much stand in our own way mm-hmm. and we hinder our own growth yeah when we sometimes try to play that you know blame game and play the victim but it's sometimes not the people that's around you. Sometimes it's your own self. And mm-hmm. it takes for us to look in the mirror to really recognize that. Yeah. I feel like, you know, this year should be about accountability for a lot of people. But Take up for your own you shit. Know, take up for your own shit. But that's, 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 man, people try to, try to front. And and say they was leaving that shit back in 2019 or the last decade, but yeah. that same shit coming around because everybody try to think they shit don't stink. Mm-hmm. Do you realize your shit stink? It does. It, 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 it's gonna keep stinking. It's gonna keep stinking. So wipe your ass. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like you're constantly going through the same class. thing over and over and over again, it's your ass. It's you. You need to figure out what it is that you're doing wrong or how you're going about it for you to constantly keep going through the same cycle over again. Well, some people like being in the same cycle, but Mm-mm. but they but then they wanna they wanna try to blame pretty they much. They wanna try to pull everybody else yeah. in their cycle and everybody ain't trying to everybody ain't gonna stick around. Absolutely. That's people gonna get tired of your shit. And even if you're moving, even and then, even if you realize you're doing good, and, and people, and and people stuck in their own misery, they and they, they try to see that, and and they try to and they try to uh, they try to make it seem like you you, you switched up for the worse mm-hmm. when you you switched up for the better of you. you, 
You, you don't owe shit to nobody to be. No. You don't owe shit to nobody to be stuck in the same place Absolutely. to 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 entertain the same shit or keep hearing the same sob stories about mm-hmm. how the motherfuckers going through the same shit. Like, nah, we we are not meant to stay the same. Mm-mm. None whatsoever. We're all supposed to grow and evolve. And continue to cut down those layers of toxic ways or old habits or old ways of thinking. You just gotta, you just gotta, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. But you can, you can improve it. You can make a new model area. The same cars come out with the same, same features and, and other little small upgrades. Mm-hmm. But that just, that just translate into a person is, you know what I'm saying? You you keep your strengths, but your weaknesses, you can turn your weaknesses into strengths no matter what they are. Absolutely. And, um, but you got to have the right people around you because mm-hmm. you're going to have people that enable you mm-hmm. and, and like to, and it, it sucks to say it, but it's, some people like to see you down and out. And that was another reason I had to leave St. Louis because a lot of people was used to me being messed up they was used mm-hmm. to me driving my messed up police car they was used to you know what i'm saying me having all the weed or buying all the liquor and and, and then when i get home it's, it's my bank account that's empty mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's, it's me that had to get pulled over by police on the way to the crib and you know what i'm saying you know what I'm saying? Lord willing, I ain't never had to get in no predicament where I would have had to call on them motherfuckers because they wouldn't have been there, mm-hmm. you know? So don't, you know what I'm saying? It's just a word of advice. Don't, don't, don't. If you see people not changing around you and you trying to change, leave them motherfuckers alone, mm-hmm. man. Leave them alone because they. When home girl get pregnant? What fuck up? Oh, man. This a late season. I ain't seen these. Wow. But, yeah, you let, you just got to, you let, you let people, you let people, what the hell? You let people, do, <laughs> you let people, let be people, who they are. let them, you know what I'm saying? You only help them, you help them one, two times, That's and it. then, shit, if they, they don't, don't want to change, or if they don't see the vision, mm-hmm. if they, if they don't see you, you know what I'm saying, elevating. You know what I'm saying. Obviously, they wanna they wanna stay where they at. So right. you, you let them stay where they at. Yeah. Um. Lastly, what is something that you would like to see for me within this new year, and then I'll tell you what I would like to see for you. Mm. See, it's another reason why he loves me because I make him think. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, um, just generally speaking, I just want to. You already hit some major goals. You you start a new position in a couple weeks. Woo woo. You know what I'm saying? You finished driving school. You know what I'm saying? So you finna you you going in the steps of getting your license. With a new job, you're going to be making more money so you could get you your 2020 car or 2021 car, whatever car you want you want to get, you get that. Um, we gonna, we going to, you know what I'm saying, press a little harder on getting Giselle up to the status that she need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You know what I'm saying? Because even with that, a lot of people just they just they they just want to be selfish at the expense of her. And you know what I'm saying? That ain't that ain't right. So we we gonna accept the challenge to, you know what I'm saying? Sure get to where we can there. you know what I'm saying get yeah. to where we can and then when people start seeing the change we're gonna see how they react mm-hmm. but we can't wait on mugs to keep on doing the same thing we gotta switch it up mm-hmm. we gotta switch it up on their ass and if they either get with it or stay out the way and it ain't no and it ain't no it ain't no it ain't no ill will to get back or to do it in spite. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's for us. It's for, the, for us. It's for the. It's for a greater goal. Mm-hmm. Um, let me shout out a fake sponsor. <laughs> Which one are you picking? Um. Oh my God! You and these fake sponsors, bro. Oh well, this one our real sponsors. Wait, shout you out. Get to shout say out. What I Shout out to shout out to Najee Productions. Shout out to Najee Productions and our brother Cushman Ball. It's our unofficial sponsor, but you know what I'm saying. He he already stamped me before this, you know. Absolutely. Um, hey, go ahead. Um, you know, elevation. I feel like you are continuing to grow into the man I know that you're destined to be. I pray that you literally. Go after your dreams um, Cause you know I'm gonna be right behind you Supporting you 100% No matter what you choose to do um, For you to Always speak What's ever on your heart No matter if it hurts anyone's feelings Because sometimes people need to know the truth And people need to know I always need to hear the truth And people need to be known What accountability is And you've always been The one who it's very adamant about letting you know, like, hey, you like you bullshitting, but come yeah. on. Um, continue to you know to be a great dad, and just you know for our relationship to continue to flourish, like you know it's already have. Mm-hmm. Cause I ain't fucking with no hoes out of Gary. <laughs> she was scared. I tried to tell her. She ain't believe me. What was I scared of? I mean, don't be trying to be the people come out here. What? Don't be, don't be acting like you was and you was just ain't this. That is not how I sound. Yes. No. <laughs> no, you be falling asleep on other folks' couches she and I t- had to tell you about yourself. Yeah, but you thought you thought I was you thought I was doing wrong. Mm-hmm. That was but my, that was for me too. That was my going away. That was my going away little mm-hmm. shindig with with, mm-hmm. with good people. That's cool. He didn't have anything to worry about. And I was look. I was. I was in. I was on that damn couch. I was look like I was in a coffin. Mm-hmm. She said. She one. said. She tried to say if my phone died, I died. <laughs> and my damn phone. And my damn phone had a shortage in the charger port. And I had to go get another phone mm-hmm. the next day. Or I was gonna die. That she said, and I was like, "Oh shit, she from out west. She crazy. I'm crazy." So I'm like, "Man, let me go." Get I was more concerned for his safety. I but was okay. I was in a you hell. know, whatever. I was good. Whatever. I was. 
Alright, y'all. This is the first episode of the 80. She ain't let me do my sponsors. This is brought to you by. Let's bring out our fake sponsors. This is brought to you by Jeffrey's Barbecue. This is brought to you by Jeffrey's Barbecue. Um, y'all pull up to Jeffrey's Barbecue. Um, they got these uh cauliflower hot wings, nasty as fuck. <laughs> they got the goddamn gluten free piece of nasty as fuck. <laughs> Uh, uh, shout out to Jeffrey Barbecue. They said they got this new uh drink called White People Kool Aid. Uh, I ain't tried it yet, but uh, it's probably nasty as fuck too. Um, just, just in case y'all go to Jeffrey Barbecue and y'all spare time, make sure y'all get them air fried bro- broccolinis. It's probably nasty as fuck too. <laughs> and uh. They say they best. They say they best uh dish is the vegan rib tips. I don't even know how they thought about that. I don't know what they substituted uh pork for. Mm-hmm. But uh, don't try that shit, cause it ain't real. Oh Thank God. you. <laughs> Until then, we will catch you on the next episode of the Eighty Eight Eighteen Podcast. This was Eighty Eight Eighteen the Podcast. I'm your episode show. one. This is. The Mo Show. This is the Mo Show. I'm your girl Show signing off, aka Sensational Show. You can find me on Instagram at I am Kashani J. That is I A M K A S H O N I J. Yeah, and follow me on Instagram at O that's Mo O H that's underscore Mo. Uh, my uh. <laughs> My Instagram is public, so uh, give me a couple follows. Uh, we gonna keep on dropping content. Uh, we gonna we gonna just keep this shit going. What's today? Tuesday. Um, we just gonna keep rolling these things out. These shits might drop every Tuesday. These mugs might drop every Wednesday, or Thursday, or Friday, whatever day. You know what I'm saying? We we eventually come up with. Right now, we just rolling these things. We just rolling these things, you know. But uh, till next time, bye. Bye.